Hello to all of our listeners. Uh, first, I would like to thank all of the great friends who are supporting us from different countries. Hello to Belgium. Ciao to Italia. To do the marble like crazy and it mambo don't want a tarantella it mambo no more a mozzarella it mambo it mambo italiano try an enchilada with a fish of hi to indonesia Let me hear you
of course, hello to our dear American friends. Caught in the moment, not even thinking twice, everything's frozen. Nothing but you and I can't stop my heart from beating Why do I love this feeling? Make me a promise, tell me you'll stay with me If I'm being honest, I don't know where this leads But that's the only question Baby, don't keep me guessing as we do uh, as uh, we had promised before today we will be starting the first episode of the interview series the woman around us starting without friend Sally uh, actually let us hear our friend's warm voice and have her introduce herself. Hi Sally, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I would like you to introduce yourself to our listeners more. So, who is Sally and what is her personality? Yeah, um, so that's a good question. Um, Sally is, I guess I am, uh, I like to learn, so I'm very curious about learning and, and growing, uh, as a person. Um, I really love the outdoors, so I like, also like challenges, so I like to challenge myself in, like, my outdoor activities and things like that. Um, I'm a bit goofy. <laughs> Uh, I definitely love to laugh and to be playful. Um, and I really love food and just like enjoying life. What is your favorite food? Oh, oh, that's hard. Um, probably one of my very favorite things is like Thai curry. But the list of things that I like is very long. Thai curry? Yes. It's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, yummy. Uh, I never tested before. Yeah. <laughs> so if the world was going to end today, what would be the last meal you would choose to eat? Huh. Probably have roast chicken. 
with like, but with like, like roasted root vegetables and gravy. It's just really comforting. And if it was going to be the last meal, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. With some nice like chicken and gravy. <laughs> And my next question is, how would you describe your relationship with your family? Yeah, just generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I grew up in Utah, first started in Salt Lake, and then moved to Bountiful when I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12. Um, I had a pretty good childhood. Um, my, my mom loved to do activities. So she was always like, we were always going swimming or, you know, doing all types of fun things. So that was always fun. Um, and my dad is a practical joker. So my childhood was filled with a lot of him thinking he's very funny. Um, and I only thought it was funny when I looked back on it later. Uh, if the world was going to end and you had only one space left on your escape spaceship, who would you say? Ah, probably my boyfriend, Josh. Oh, boyfriend. Nice. Do you have a boyfriend? Yes. We had some issues there a couple years back and we had to learn learn communication and now it's gotten very good so what is love from your perspective that's a difficult question um i kind of i dislike that in the english language we only have one word for love because i think it's a lot more complicated than that um because you can have love for friends and for romance and for um you know, there's a, it takes a lot of different forms, but I think love is, is just caring about something outside of yourself. Like a lot of times love means sacrificing what you want or what you need or, um, you know, being selfish. And so I think it's like giving up some of that selfishness to care about somebody else. How does it feel to be in the thirsties? You know, I actually, I thought it would be difficult, but I kind of like it. Oh. Yeah, like I've stopped caring about things that I think were probably not as important. And I kind of only care about things that really matter to me. And so it's, it's a bit more chill. <laughs> I'm not as like angsty and stressed. What did you study at the university? Um, I'm I'm actually studying anthropology. Oh. Um, I have a, yeah, I have a health emphasis, but I'm interested in genetics. Oh, wonderful. Uh, how hard was your major? Um, I think it's, a lot of it is that everything that you learned in like the earlier part of your school doesn't apply anymore. So they'll like teach you like guidelines of what things are and then you get into mm -hmm. studying it more and it's like 
that's not actually real or how it happens at all. So it just gets very complex. Do you believe in having long-term plans, such as a five-year plan? Oh, I don't know. Probably not, actually. I think it's good to prepare. I think it's good to um, have ideas of where you want to go, and I think it's really good to have goals. Yeah. But I don't know that a five-year plan, it, I, like just like saying that this is what you want to do, I don't know that that's as helpful as having like structured goals that you meet to get to an end goal. I think that's more beneficial, if that makes sense. Yeah, me too. And uh, the next question is, what is something that someone may do that uh, would break your trust from them? Ooh. I think for me, uh, just honesty is really important to me. So just like, even if the truth is hard, I expect that people will tell me the truth. Um, and so that one can be hard for me. I also think I, I sometimes struggle um, with people who don't have shared values. And so that can also be a way to that I, I feel like I lose trust for people. Yeah. Especially when it's in something where it's, it hurts someone else or things like that. I, I tend to not trust people if they make those kinds of decisions. So do you read books? Oh, yes. Huh? What kind of books do you read? Oh, a lot. Um, I really like, lately I've been getting into a lot of science books. So reading a lot of nonfiction about like genetics and the history of genetics and things like that. But I also really, I love fantasy. I really love science fiction. I love, um, I, I read books about like adventure. So like books about people who've climbed mountains and done extraordinary things. So I kind of like it all. So Sally, uh, what advice do you have to people or teenagers who would rather spend the, uh, their time checking social media instead of reading books these days? Oh, I mean, so I, I struggle with internet usage as well. I think it's kind of something because they've made those platforms to be so easily accessible and to like want to keep looking at them. And so I think it's hard. Um, I think the thing that's worked for me is to, I have timers on my social media. And so once it's done, it's done. I have to get off of them. Um, and so that's helped me to like then um, put more time for reading. And in, I think reading has such a beautiful, I don't know, it's different from social media. Social media seems to be a lot of people who are just spurting out the first thing that comes to their mind. Whereas books are things that people have really thought about for a very long time. And even if it's something that's fictional, it's something that's part of, someone, of someone's identity. It's part of their soul. It's part of who they are. Um, and so you, you, you start to see the world in different viewpoints. You start to be able to see things differently. You learn things about yourself and about other people and about human nature. And I think on social media, you don't get that. You just get, you pretty much reaffirm your own thoughts, um, which I think 
just kind of limits your, your experience, your life experience, um, which I think is sad. Uh, uh, I will tell you five uh, words and uh, I want you to tell me how you feel about each of these words with a one word response. Sounds good. Family. Oh, sad. <laughs> because of the pandemic right now, um, I haven't really been able to see my family a lot. And so it's kind of this like place where I feel like in some ways I've gotten to know a lot of my family members better than I would have if this hadn't have happened. Um, for example, my brother and sister-in-law live in Boston and I think I've talked to them more because this is going on because they're stuck home and they're not as, you know, they're not doing anything. And so then we are able to like foster these relationships, which that's been great. But I'm also sad because I can't see them. So it's been, I think there's a mixture there. Yeah, that makes me feel happy, but also a little uneasy because I struggle with telling jokes. So the word, the word jokes makes, like, I love hearing jokes, but I struggle with telling jokes. And um, my associate's degree before I came to the U of U was in theater, and I did a lot of improv, and it was fun, but it was also scary. So I feel like that, that word has a lot of meaning to me. <laughs> Comedy? Yeah. It was really hard. And every once in a while, I would have a joke that like hit and everyone would laugh and it would be like the best feeling ever. And then there were so many that you'd say and you'd think it was going to be funny. And then it was like everyone was silent and it was really awkward. Boyfriend? Ah, happy. But that, you know, um, we put a lot of work into our relationship. And so, I don't know, I feel like it's a really... I don't know, cool accomplishment to have done so and to, you know, I feel um, selfless sometimes and I feel like there's growth and I feel, um, I don't know, I just feel really lucky to be in the relationship that I'm in. Happy? Makes you feel happy. Um, <laughs> I don't know, happiness is a really interesting thing I think it's this idea that we're all like really searching for and yet it's so you can't catch it you know it's not something that you can create it's not something that you can make it's just something that you experience and um, I think that it's sometimes overrated I think there's also like a lot of you know joy and contentment and in just peace um, but also happiness is so great. So it's, it's kind of a mixed feeling for me.
and your Sally. Yeah, so um, I feel excited because I feel like I'm, I'm about to graduate. And so then I have like some excitement about what I'm going to do in the future. And I feel like, like we talked about, like becoming 30, I'm kind of in a place now where I like myself a lot more than I used to. And so, I don't know, just makes me feel hopeful and kind of joyous and happy. Nice. Um, how would you describe happiness to anyone listening to you? Stop trying to be happy. I think that's the, I, honestly, not looking for it. I think is the best way to find happiness. I think when you stop trying is when you actually find it. Um, because I think happiness comes from realizing that things aren't always going to be okay, but that's okay. And that's when you find happiness. Do you take criticism well? No, <laughs> it's something that I'm learning. <laughs> um, I was just, I gave a presentation this last week um, and I was thinking about that, but no, so I, I do okay. Um, and it's something that I've worked on because I think it's really important. I think getting criticism is awesome. I think it's a really helpful thing, especially when you're in like academia or any sort of like school, you, you have to take criticism because that's the only way that you're going to grow your own viewpoint. It kind of goes back to the social media thing where like when you just reaffirm your own viewpoint that doesn't help you grow at all you don't learn anything um but sometimes it's hard because you have that like gut emotional reaction where you're like "Ooh, that hurts <laughs> i worked on this um and so i think i've worked on changing how i frame it to that it's not about me that my work isn't me and that helps if you could go back to 10 years or 20 years ago, what would you choose to change? That's a hard question. Really? I mean, I've spent a lot of time in my life thinking, yes, that there are things that I would go back and change. But then it's also difficult because every time that you make a choice like that, you also learn something. So like, I wish I had stayed in school. But like I said earlier, the things that I learned by not staying in school made me better at being in school. And like where I think I'm going to choose a career at the end of this that I actually am really happy about instead of just doing something that I think I should do. And so I don't think I would. And if you could go back and have the chance to tell someone something that you really wanted to say, what would that be? I would probably, so I was adopted um, and my birth parents gave me up on it because they were very young and um, I've met them since then. And I probably would go back and try to talk to my birth dad because I think he had a really, really hard time giving me up. And so I would reassure him that it was okay. And I, like, he's going to be okay. And uh, last question. Do you feel like you are being successful? Um, I mean, it depends on what you mean by that word. But I think to me, success 
is that you are always moving forward, that you're always learning, that you're always growing as a person. And I would say that I'm doing that. So yes. Thank you, Sally. I know that you might be tired. Thank you for accepting our invitation. Yeah, of course. It was a good time. By the way, I would like to announce to our dear listeners that Sally has now uh, graduated. Congratulations to her. And we wish that she will become a star in her field of uh, study. Also, thank you for listening to our interview. Stay healthy and safe uh, with our next interview.